This episode on the Mesh.TV is sponsored by The Sock Factory, making quality socks in North Carolina since 1975. Producers of Crazy Compression, William Tucker, and Fit Sock, The Sock Factory has something for everyone. Find out more at thesockfactory.com. What you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to Street Circle Drive here on The Mesh. Welcome back to our faithful listeners. That would be you, Hootie Bowman. Otherwise, yes. Thank you, Hootie. Our future food correspondent. We do hope to have the uh, Hickory Famous Hootie Bowman joining us soon on the podcast. But until then, thank you for listening to everyone. Uh, we are on the mesh. Hopefully you have checked us out on our website, which is the mesh.tv or you have, uh, found us on iTunes or anything else really that, uh, plays podcasts. We're on there. Uh, check out all the other shows on the mesh.tv. When you get a chance, we got something for everybody on there, but for you today, we are talking about Hickory. It's what we do here. Um, and unfortunately we don't have a guest today. Is it fortunately or unfortunately? I think it's fortunately. I think it's fortunately. It's definitely fortunately. Yes. Moose gets excited when we don't have a guest because their rants will ensue. All the rants. Yes. So, uh, without further ado, let's get started. Moose McNally. Welcome. What's up? What's up? Glad to see you guys again. We have had a good lunch. We gave a spoiler alert, uh, the last recording that we already knew where we were going, um, so for those of you that listened, you should know where we went. Otherwise, you will hear in just a little bit um, where we just got done eating lunch. All of us are awake. Good. For now. Yep. <laughs> so it was a good thing. Good. A little hard getting McNally off the couch in my office. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, let's get started with some Hickory stuff. Even though we don't have a guest, we thought we would just take on a couple of different things going on around here. Um, who wants to share something about Hickory? I know Moose does. Moose is itching to share something. Well, guys, we've we've talked about local politics and the different races that are happening now. We we have a local election that's getting ready to happen on May eighth. I think you can right now. You early, early voting started. is has started, correct? Yep. Right. So currently, we've got a few hot races that are going on. Hot um, races. Hot races. Hot races. Hot races. Um, just some of the hyper local. Races that are being contested right now. The Catawba County Sheriff's race is happening with uh, Don Brown, who is currently the chief of police in Newton, correct? Correct. And uh, Jason Reed, who is a former former Catawba County deputy. Deputy, sure. also son of current. <laughs> let's yeah, let's. Alicia, let's read, how about you read? About go ahead, just read <laughs> some. Read from the internet what these people's titles and names. The are. internet's right. I'm, I'm having a conversation here and get. Right? It? He likes it conversational. I guess he it likes was, it. You were finishing the sentences for him. I know I do that. I'm horrible for that. I'll stop, Moose. No, that's fine. You can finish this. That's what a podcast is all about. You know, it, at times we actually do interrupt one another, which is okay. In my, I don't know. Not if you can't hear it no. when people are listening. Are you sure about that? Pretty sure. Okay. Do you listen to these back? Absolutely. Yeah, I do too. I think I can hold a conversation without interrupting. I think. Had a boy. Yeah. All right. So uh, Jason Reed is son of Sheriff Coy Reed. And he took a leave of absence from the sheriff's department to concentrate on this race. Correct. Yes. Yes. Does anybody else want to have any interjection to this race? No. Nope. Not going to talk about it. <laughs> we did. We did just receive a breaking news alert. There is a breaking news alert. Today is the is Thursday the nineteenth. Today is, that is right? Thursday, April the nineteenth. Yes. Uh, we just got a notification over the interwebs that. One of those candidates, Jason Reed, is currently being investigated by the SBI for stalking. So no further details. No further really details were uh, were given to us. Uh, McNally, uh, what do you think about that? Um, I think that's very interesting. A very interesting uh, timing, of course, politically speaking. I, one thing that we've talked about with this, as well as um, especially the district attorney race, is 
that these are primary only races. So that's something to keep in mind. I know uh, when I've mentioned that to several people, they've been uh, interested or surprised that that was the case. So if you're unaffiliated or a Republican voter, you actually have an opportunity to vote in the primary for sheriff and for DA. And then whoever wins that primary will hold that office come the general. So, you know, that's something to keep in mind. If you are unaffiliated or Republican, please make sure you get out during the primary, which are typically going to be your lower numbers in a midterm season. Uh, this is a, a kind of one of those things that could fly under the radar if you're not paying attention. Right. There's also uh, the two candidates that McNally was that he brought up about the district attorney is uh, David Lerner, uh, who is the incumbent, who is currently the DA in our area, and uh, Scott Riley. Uh, so make your choice wisely uh, if you are a Republican or unaffiliated, which also brings me into my first rant. Make your this choice is, wisely if you're, any, if you're in, voting. But either way, in so particular. I just think it's absolutely ridiculous if you're a registered Democrat. You absolutely have no voice in the sheriff or DA's race this year. None whatsoever. And I know the retort from that is, well, have Democrats run. Well, guess what? We live in the softest Republican area in the state, pretty much. It's 80% Republican, if not that. So if you are a Democrat, um, tough luck, really. That's that's basically what they're saying. Am I right or am I right? Well, I I get it, and I'm fine with that being the case for primaries. My whole thing is I I do think it's interesting that some offices – Still go by, you know the yeah, party. party. Yeah. You know it's interesting with. I get it with with certain things, but you know your sheriff, Democrat, Republican. I mean, he, yeah, some of them to- are just tough for me to sit there and say, oh, I- right. So what do you? Like, this is this is why my my whole thing is with that is that if you're typically Republican, you're quote unquote tough on crime. Right. I mean that's that that's basically what a lot of these folks are saying. However. You know, it shouldn't make it make a flip if you're if you're Democrat or Republican. It should be a nonpartisan seat, and and I agree with you on that. Um, but just being a, a registered Democrat for the last twenty years and not having a voice in either one of the either one of those races is just it, it doesn't sit well with me at all. I, I mean, primary or not, um, I, I don't think I should have to go out of my way and change my party affiliation just to be able to vote. You know that what that's un-American. I think hashtag America. <laughs> no, There's, uh, it's hard. I mean, I get where you're coming from, but it's hard for me to sit there and say that. I mean, that's just the way it's. I mean, I hate to it's, be one of those people. It's the way it's always been because that's those conversations never lead to a good place. But because it is, if it was nonpartisan, it wouldn't be a problem, right? Absolutely, so everybody maybe would that's have a voice, the right. case. But we've had the same thing with. You know, people on both sides of the aisle, whether that was for city, county, um, yeah, it just makes you definitely emphasizes the whole partisan politics world we live in. Like Mary Margaret and I were talking before, we're both unaffiliated in part because I don't want to be pigeonholed into any one corner. But at the same time, it does leave you open to then have a voice have a, a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and be able to choose one. You can't vote in both primaries, but you choose one based mm-hmm. on more than likely an instance like this or if there's a real contentious uh, race within the primary to hopefully put forth the best candidate for the general election, although I know even my father would sit there. Um, he was he's relatively – he's a conservative, I'd say, overall, but he was a registered Democrat, and he always would like to joke and say he could go to the – the primary for the uh, other party and then go put in the weakest candidate to the uh, general <laughs> election. So. Right. Right. I, and I mean, and I'll say, I, I saw a lot of stuff on the internet about people saying just, it's easy. Just go change your affiliation. Like, and I'm just making that public since we're talking about how we're uh, registered here is that I've been unaffiliated for a long time. So I am, uh, I've actually ran into this situation in other locations before. And so I've, I, I'm also not a uh, two-party person, so that's the main reason that I chose to be unaffiliated um, back in the day. So I would really enjoy a third-party vote one day. I can cross my fingers and hope that my vote, you know, at least makes a difference somewhere. But in this situation, in the local level, it does give me a little bit of a leg up to be able to, you know, when there's not going to be like a Democratic uh, primary, mm-hmm. then I get to go in on this one and 
hopefully put who I would like um, in office. And Moose, you'll get to vote. They'll have their name on the ballot in November. You get to mark mark beside it. (laughs) Okay, yeah, congratulations. I just don't get to vote for one of them. I mean, it's just... But it's not uh, going in any election, you know? Right. Hopefully people will make the Republicans in our... In our area, we'll, we'll make a wise decision. So I will be able to check a mark in November, and hopefully, we'll they'll make the right choice. Let's just say that. Hopefully, what other races are going on during this campaign? Uh, currently, uh, the Catawba County Board of Commissioners seats are open. Uh, folks are running for that. Um, Randy Eisenhower, Kitty Barnes, uh, Sherry Butler, and Derek Colson are all running for that. Also, the Catawba County Clerk of Superior Court, uh, Kim Sigmund and Kathy Starnes are running for that. And also in other districts that are close to us but still represent us in North Carolina is uh, the House District Six or House District Five, sorry, uh, Jenny Marshall and Dee Dee Adams, who are two Democrats running in, the, in that Democratic primary. Uh, in the Republican side of District 05 is Virginia Fox, who has been an incumbent and been in uh, in Congress for at least. Four or five terms, right? Um, yeah. She's been there a while. and But Patrick McHenry in our seat, I mean, he is – he's up against five different five different candidates. So um, we'll, we'll see how that, that all shakes out in that. So tell us again the dates of when everything is occurring. Sure. The election – the primary election here is uh, May the 8th. Uh, and you can go to your polling place for that. Or you can early vote uh, – at the, I believe at the Highland Rec, if you're in Hickory, and then, you know, of course, your own polling place in on the 8th. And then the winners of these primaries, of course, will go on to have uh, their name on the ballot in November, the first Tuesday. So write that down. Excellent. You know what election time really makes me want to do, though? Call <laughs> your eyes out. I, I know where this is headed. It really makes me want to drink. <laughs> That's what I thought so what's a, good, what's a good thing to do this weekend, anybody? Hickory Hops, the best Brett party in town. Hey. <laughs> uh, thank you, McNally. I believe you're referring to the um, quote listed in the paper today that we saw. Again, it's Thursday the 19th, and Hickory Hops is this weekend. And the first quote in the paper states, this is not a frat party. And it's <laughs> officially is not. It is definitely tis, not. It is not. There's it no is Greek a, letters on the fraternity. This is not a fraternity. Bar. No, it is a beer festival located in downtown Hickory. So, I mean, 16 years. I mean, this yes. is. It's the. I think in the article it did say it's the third longest running one in the state. So yeah, and they get a great crowd. Um, you know, they draw a lot in. I think it's very important for us to have this here. Uh, Jason Yates mm-hmm. and his crew up there at the tap room, and everyone up there really Hickory uh, Old Hickory Brewery really work hard on this and props to them for everything that they've um, put into it, if you will. Uh, We had Connie in here a couple months ago in downtown development association. It's a big thing. Hopefully it draws attention to not just Hickory, but your um, Hickory's downtown area and what Mm -hmm. they're capable of. Um, I think festivals like this, and you know, not just speaking about hops, but Oktoberfest is big for Hickory. Um, and then on a smaller level, more local level, we have things such as the um, any of the music under the sales sales events, yes, and pops concerts and yeah. stuff like that, um, which I think are just really amazing things that we're all very lucky to have. So hopefully, people are going to get out and enjoy hops. Looks like it's going to be a nice weather weekend. Which is not always the case for hops, let's say that. Um, but it, then again, yeah, it is always spotty. That's right. It is North Carolina, so it could change tomorrow. I'm not really sure. Um, it should be sunny in the high 60s. That'd be nice. That would be really nice. So hopefully, people get out there and enjoy hickory hops. And um, that is Saturday, the 21st. Absolutely, you do have to be 21 and over to enter. And um, I have seen people turned away, even if the DD is under 21. Your DDs do have to be at least 21 years old as well to even enter. So, um, with that, also you can't, you know, you can't bring like your little children. Like, there's not even, um, right. you yeah, know, you strollers to, and stuff like that. At least 21 to even get into this. every single yeah. person 21 years old. So they're more likely to spill. You don't want to have those sort of accidents when they're absolutely out and about on hickory hops. Yes, um, usually a little bit of snack food out there as well. But I would recommend bringing some pretzels. Um, Thirty dollars a person. It is thirty. I did check. I I, I got into McNally about 
the wrong price, but he was correct. I will be the first one to admit when I'm wrong. It was thirty dollars. Ten dollars for DDs. Yeah, so $10 even if you're the DD, yeah. it's ten dollars. Leave your kids and dogs at home. Yes. <laughs> right. Understood. Yeah, no no dogs allowed. So Yep. There'll be some music going on, I'm sure, during mm-hmm. that. Who yep. else performing me? Uh Red Dirt Revelators are playing one to three. Baby Black Orchestra is playing four to six. In between those two guys will be the um uh, Bobby Bush, who we referenced earlier, um, he is the uh, owner of Hops and Grapes, and he does the um, the the judging. Uh, and so you find out the results in between the two sets there. Very cool. Yeah, good. So hopefully people will get out and enjoy that. Um, and you know, if you go to Hops and you're standing out there, uh, the the location right there beside the station, uh, Hickory Station downtown, and then it kind of crosses over into the uh, craft beer cellar parking lot, I think of that, at least now. Um, and so, you know, what's going to go right there soon is the City Walk. Right. Man, you are, you're doing a good Se- job of blending all, segways, yes. blending all this together. Right, right. So, so did you guys see on Facebook the other day the post about from the Hickory Daily Record about the parking situation downtown? I did. I did see that. Did you read it? I did read that. Did you watch the little videos? I did watch the video. Okay. So um, downtown has has always suffered from what I think is part perception and part reality of a parking problem. Mm-hmm. Um, perception is reality, though. Well. It is. You hear it all the time. I know. <laughs> so therefore, it's true. Yeah. We, we do hear a lot from people, you know, there's not enough parking. The parking's not properly laid out. Um, I do agree that there could be some improvements out there. Um, however, I also come from a standpoint that I, I do think that there's a little bit of laziness um, sometimes because, you know, I mean, I've lived in places where I'm, I'm pretty excited to be parking within five blocks of where I'm going. Yeah. Um and even then, I'm paying for it, too. Um, and here, you know, if it's not three, it's free. That's the motto for parking spots downtown. It's either three-hour parking or it's free parking. And so it's uh, there's a lot of little hidden mm, lots. I don't want to say lots, but strips of free mm-hmm. parking, if you will, um, in, in certain places that I am looking forward to some buzz I'm hearing about some parking space maps being released soon um, to help kind of encourage use of, of some very close-by parking spaces that usually don't have people parking in them. Right. There's so many free parking spaces. I think it's upwards of uh, Gosh. 1,400 or something like that yeah. available parking spaces in downtown Hickory. Now, granted, downtown Hickory is 30 blocks. It's the largest downtown area in North Carolina, according to Connie and uh, other downtown associations. Um, but honestly, I, I think I mean, we've touched on this. I, I've talked to other, other folks about this. You know, the perception is that you can't, can't find a place to park in downtown Hickory. And I, it's just patently false. Um, there's so many lots by, you know, there's one by the station. The, there's an entire parking lot by, by city hall and i'll i'll be i'll say it are the hickory nuts lazy are you guys just lazy not wanting to walk tell me this what's your favorite parking spot in downtown hickory in the off back here in the office everybody wants to park everybody on the square everybody wants to park square or on second. walk 20 feet into their storefront that's what that's what they, they want to see the whites of the eyes yes. of the people in the store that they're going to agreed what i was saying is i have a favorite parking you actually spot. Have a, oh a literal favorite, I have a parking, favorite you have parking, a favorite spot. parking spot i do because right. it seems to always have spots open because nobody else uses it because they think they're walking too are you far. scared to say it right now because you might lose <laughs> No, unless Hootie Bowman takes it, because I'm not sure who else is using the he might tell, listening he might tell to his this. That's fine. That's fine. You know what? I'm happy to share the love. Oh. Um, but I love parking on top of the parking deck. Oh. Yeah, that's a good spot. Yeah, I love parking that. And then if you just come off I the top of it, about that. yeah, just come off of that and walk across Trade Either Alley. Way. Yeah. And you go uptown, um, up the steps beside the beautiful mural, and that is called Widener Alley, in case you guys didn't know it. Mm. Um, walk through Widener Alley and get up there, and you're right beside the uh, wine shop and the soap shop. And 
I mean, you're right there, but you also, like you said, could turn around the other way and head to the Carolina movie theater hatch, you know, wherever Lindy furniture, all that stuff over there. Um, that's my favorite jam. And you know what? I, that, I always forget about that because I always remember parking underneath the deck yes. is not right. that convenient, especially with the movies. Reserved. And it's just tight squeeze. So many reserved spots in there, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the top. People forget about the top. And now it's going to be full. And now you'll have full. yourself to blame. <laughs> yes. It's all right. It's yeah. all right. Maybe then that would take a few people off the complainers list. Maybe. Probably not. Um, so, you know, some recent work's been done to Trade Alley back there. Um, so it's, you know, it's nice pavement. And, uh, you know, there's there's asks, if you will, for people to um, hopefully this the city will contribute some better lighting mm-hmm. throughout downtown and really make people feel a little safer and stuff. But I'm hoping as part of the city walk that some of these beautification things yeah. will get included and make people feel even better about maybe enjoying their walk, even if it's a little bit further away from their actual destination. I mean, the fact of the matter is there's only, only so many spots you can put in front of every single shop downtown. Right. It's just not going to happen. Um, you know, unless you want your entire downtown space to be a parking lot, which I personally would be very upset about if that was the case. They right. take away the sales, the green space, the everything else. That just is not feasible to me. But And I think the lights and beautification, anything they could do to it just directs and reminds people yes. of where it is. So then you're absolutely not only does it make it just more appealing when you're walking to and from, but it actually just reminds people. Because yeah. again, you get in your mode, you have a favorite parking spot half the time, you probably don't even think when you're driving to it yeah so it's easy to sit there and think maybe i'll get a spot in union square this time and then when you don't guess what there's no parking in this town even though you just parked over where the new Lowe's, you know park is is, yeah really you just have to cross the street now yeah so and i've been guilty of that but i also really like you said i've worked in downtown charlotte and i've had to pay 20 bucks a day to then walk six blocks to the office and, it's one thing and when it's nice weather. But. True. Doesn't always happen that way, though. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, it's not always the most pleasant thing, but you're thankful that you're not 20 blocks away. So, yeah. or having to take, you know, a second route into it, you know, by bus or anything, right? right. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, hopefully, we'll be hearing more about the uh, city walk coming up and some and of the changes. speaking of walking. Hey, what's that? Seg- I'm trying to segue like you, young Do lady. It. Do it. So... My most comfortable walks are when I'm wearing tennis shoes and socks. Good call. And the best socks to wear when you're walking around downtown Hickory or any downtown where you might be listening from are socks from The Sock Factory. Made in North Carolina since 1975, there are three lines of socks, Crazy Compression, William Tucker, and Fit Sock. And I have to say... After I complained a little bit, I was a little whiny, chicken hiney a couple of times about not having any of these socks and Moose. Mary Margaret kept bragging about them. (laughs) Moose got tired of my lip. They took good care of me, got me four or five pairs of socks, and holy cow, I'm converted. I I have all of the William Tucker and um, awesome style, very comfortable. You know what? Go right now. As long as you're not driving. If you're driving, be safe. But go right now to www.thesockfactory.com and order yourself some socks because you will not regret it. It's better to spend a little bit of money and have a comfortable sock that you can wear for a long time. Stop getting those chintzy socks that then have holes right. in them after a couple of months. And when you put your socks on, then walk around downtown Hickory from your parking spot from a block away. That's right. Absolutely. Bam, the Sock Factory. Thank you for sponsoring Thanks, Banks the Brothers. Show. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. I don't have um, – I'm, I'm not a man, just putting that FYI. out there. But, right, yes. Okay. But I do hear that the William Tucker socks are – some of the best for staying up. They are. I was I was going to yeah, say they're, that, they're, but I didn't want to sound corny saying no. They absolutely really? they're awesome. Yep, they stayed up. They didn't roll down, slide. Yes, nice. So very nice. pleased. Good I am very partial to the crazy compression, crazy compression ankle socks. I have them on right now, um, and I wear them, and I have them like sort of like dress boots right now, and I'll wear them with everything. Um, but they they put that little bit of pressure right around my arch. Do you have planner sometimes or just no, now you won't nice. because you have these awesome socks? I don't socks. know because I've got amazing socks on. <laughs> I don't know if I have any foot troubles or not because I feel like I'm 
walking on clouds with I tight need to little... get some of those. Now I'm now I'm a convert. I'm definitely yeah. going to get some of those. You need to try out the compression socks. They're amazing. So anyway, thank you very much to the Sock Factory. We appreciate it. Um, moving on. So I do have an event I wanted to share with you guys uh, coming up. It is called Denim and Diamonds. Mm-hmm. Yes, Denim and Diamonds is an annual fundraiser put on by the Children's Advocacy and Protection Center. Uh, great cause in uh, Catawba County. And this event, um, I've been to several times, but uh, I have to tell you, it's one of the more comfortable events that you'll ever go to because they encourage you to wear jeans. You know, and, and what formal event do you not get excited about wearing like jeans to, right? So this will be happening on the 28th of April. Not this Saturday, but the next. And um, all the proceeds stay here in the county and work towards um, the children who have been abused in our county. And uh, I was lucky enough recently to celebrate um, April is Child Abuse Prevention Month. And we went and sadly, but I had the honor of doing it, um, we hung up some onesies with names of the children across the state that have died from abuse. And, you know, there was 27 of them, 27 kids across the state that have died this past year from abuse by the hands of a loved one or, well, I don't want to say loved one, but a family member or a caretaker. Like, this is not random violence type stuff. Yeah. This and is that's usually the case. They'll this say, is the problem. It's, it's abuse. You know, you know. That's right. It's usually people you know. Yeah, it's not the mystery person in the windowless van like Exactly. We like you were taught when you were a kid. And, yeah, stranger danger sort of yes. thing. Yes. So um, this event's very important, but it's a great night. Um, lots of people come out there. Good food, good drinks. we got a, a hog donated by the hogs. Mm. It's a motorcycle group. Pays for the hog every year. It's pretty cool. Pig picking, you know? I like it. Um, they also have barbecue chicken, a raffle with some amazing prizes. Um, so that you don't have to worry about silent auction stuff and bidding and doing all that stuff. You just buy tickets and put it in a bucket on the things that you really like. Yeah. And then you get to see if your name's drawn. Um, it is a, it's a really cool event. Anyway, it is, uh, tickets are for sale at the Catawba County CAPC.org website. And, um, let us know if you have any questions about it. What's but the date on that? April 28th. April 28th. Yes. Starts at 6.30 and it's out um, at a farm. It's out a farm. Super somewhere. cool. Yeah, yeah, it's super cool. Um, Broken Arrow Farm is the name of it. But if you want to find more about it, there's stuff on Facebook as well. But just wanted to put that out there because it's a cool event that is serving the county and is, is staying local. So enjoy like that. Speaking of local. Speaking of local. <laughs> The whole show is local. I don't know how I could use that as a segue, but it really is. Let's get on to something really exciting and and fun to share. You know how we love our bears, right? I mean, bears for McNally, McNally kind of likes the bears, but I, I, I love a bear because my wife's in grad school there. You right do now, love so a I, bear, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. So it's, you love that bear, One. yeah. <laughs> but she's awesome. So it definitely <laughs> fills my world with love for the bears. Go bear. in just, yes. Well, congratulations to the uh, Lenora and Bears women's lacrosse team who um, claimed the SAC championship. Yeah, they did. Boom. First time for women's lacrosse to do this. And they uh, took down Queens, which has been a dominant force in the SAC. Went undefeated in the conference. That's right. And so bravo to them. What's that? How long have they had lacrosse? About five, six years? Ooh, probably not, at least five years. Okay. Yeah, I, I I'm not wondering. sure. I know it's just taken off. I mean, that's e- right. Even here locally now with, you know, middle school, rec league, high schools. Um, I don't know if the middle schools are having teams, but, you know, rec boys and girls, definitely. the rec leagues are picking up. And I imagine in the next few years, even bigger. It'll be right. really Especially big. if they keep on this tear. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, they've had an amazing season from what I understand. Um, it's it's just really cool to see more sports doing well over at Lenore Ryan. Right, for sure. They had a tennis uh, group make it to the conference tournament uh, for like the first time in a really long time. The program, actually, when Moose and I were in school there, it's really funny. They did away with the tennis program. Mm-hmm. Our freshman However, year. However, yes, our freshman year. However, there were some students that had already been awarded tennis scholarships before the program was cut. 
And so they spent the next four years riding a tennis scholarship when you don't have a team. Shout out to Kirk Cranny out there. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I was gig, thinking. About. I know. I mean, pretty sweet deal. But I, th- I always thought it was funny that he would literally tell somebody, I'm here on a tennis scholarship. Yeah. And everybody's yeah. like, we don't have a tennis team. And he's like, yep. <laughs> It was just, it was just interesting. He's like, yep, but, going off to practice. I'm like, really? He's like, nope, nope. Don't have to do anything. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but it is pretty fun um, that the tennis team is now excelling. They've got international students coming in and playing as well, and um, making a trip into the tournament that that they've not really had before. So, way to go for a lot of LR teams. That's right. And LR just broke ground on a new grandstand at the uh, soccer and track. Yes. facility out there finally, finally. yeah they've hmm. they've got such a beautiful facility out there within the moretz complex Compound. yes yeah. if you will but um now having a little grandstand is going to be nice for sure it's, they've come a long way from us dragging couches out there yeah that, on the sidelines that was the that days. happened or just standing on your back porch watching you know i didn't even have to go true, down to the true, field yeah. um but lr's got a lot going on of course we have the new era in football coming up Coach Chronic in the house. Yeah, Chronic. Coach Chronic. Hashtag Coach Chronic. Hashtag Chronic time. Make sure you add Coach. Chronic. Chronic. Chronic time. Yeah. I don't think they're going to put that on the posters. But hey. man. Hey, whatever draws in a crowd. If they want to, we yeah. know where they get some creative talent to make the, that such a poster happen. Yeah, Mary Morgan. Mary Morgan. I went to the the press conference when he was introduced as the new head head ball coach at LR, and you know he seems like he has got it figured out. Um, so all those Bear football fans out there, good times ahead, I think. I believe so, too. I feel really good about him. He's kind of put some 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 rules down. Right. And you know what? Let me tell you something, really, since we're just having a conversation here. Let me just tell you the other day. So my youngest daughter um, takes a little cheerleading class over at LR. It's once a week. They do it during the school year. So they perform at – homecoming and walk in the homecoming parade. And then they perform at basketball for a couple of games. And then they perform for the last time that year, they perform at the exhibition where the real cheerleading squad for LR does like a, um, sort of like a dress rehearsal Mm -hmm. before they head off to national competition. Hmm. Okay. And that's when the cheerleading team can invite friends and family to come and watch, cheer them on so that they perform their routine in front of a live audience type deal. Right. So, um, my youngest daughter performed her routine prior to this. So she got to wear a little uniform one more time and it was just cute to go. And she wanted to cheer on her friends that were on the cheerleading squad. I was there, and the entire side of Schufer Gymnasium was full watching this. And I was thinking, wow, that's crazy. Like, this friends and family coming from around here and stuff. Turns out Coach Chronic has allowed his football players to count a visit to watch this as study hours for that week if they went and cheered on the cheerleading squad. That's great. Because he knew that they were heading off to a, a competition. Saw lots of coaches there, lots of other students and stuff. And I just thought that's pretty classy. You know, I mean. Well, uh, there had a lot of um, their football players were in uniform dressed up for the charity chases this past weekend. Awesome. Where, you know, different nonprofit organizations can kind of volunteer during the race to hand yes. out water and such to the runners. And they had the the football players were out there too. I think that's great. I know they've always done things like that, but I do think Coach Chronic's definitely going to have a, a larger commitment as the university has yes. to really deepening and strengthening that town and gown feel for LR. I mean, I think yeah. they've they've been Acres College, but I do think that there's an opportunity for it to really just permeate throughout the city. And I think that the wheels are in motion to make that happen. And and I'm super excited that we have coaches. Um, Everett Sullivan, the basketball, basketball coach, he is known for it as well. His uh, basketball team actually showed up at my kids' um, fall festival, hmm. which is really cool. They were helping people with their silent auction items whenever you – if you won, they carried it out to your car. And then they got out there and did the Cupid Shuffle with the kids on the dance floor. I just think that's really cool stuff. Um, I attended the Bears – Casino night uh, recently, which was a fundraiser for all sports at Lenoran, and uh, played a little roulette beside Coach Sullivan. He was fun and saw Coach Chronic there, lots of other um, coaching staff members there. But it's pretty cool. The soccer team had just had the Mia Ham soccer camp come through. Mm-hmm. Um, big deal. Had a couple of former professional soccer players 
actually come to casino night because the camp had finished up that day and they came in and their their stuff, their gear. I don't play soccer. I don't really know what they call it. Gear. Gear. Right. Garb. Yes. Their kit. Yeah. So I'm really stoked about yeah. all the Lenore Ryan stuff uh, going on. You know, I mean, we're kind of getting to a good solid place and hopefully that's going to continue and we will be back on top during tailgate season. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. You know, if the football team lives up to what the cheerleaders did at their national competition this year, we'll be all right. Absolutely. I would take second place yeah. all day long. For sure. Really? Yep. Yeah. Now yeah, the cheer bears won. Uh, well, they, they came in second this uh, past, uh, like a couple weeks ago, yep. mm-hmm. uh, back in the first of April. And they came in second in the, and these two national cheerleading association championship. So that's sweet. Good for Which them, this yeah. is the big deal. It's a big deal. It's, um, in Daytona beach, I believe. It is. Is it for um, D2? I, I, they have, both D, they have both D1 and D2, yes. but they break them down. Yeah. 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 Like they do they break do them out, and they actually yeah. have them in different categories. And this year, the um, LR team performed in the game day division, mm-hmm. which was super cool to watch. Um, I mean, I know you guys are, are probably not sitting at home watching cheerleading competitions on ESPN. I, ESPN I, have, there, I have a little one who's right. – you were saying that, talking about it, she'll be doing Yes, that. and you know um, – I mean, whether you've seen it or not, cheerleading competitions, typically it's like a long program, right? And it's just tumbling and tossing and doing a cheer and dancing and stuff all at one time, right? So the game day division is, you know, fairly new in this competition, nationals level competition. So they actually do what they would perform on a sideline, um, which is where most, I mean, that's what cheerleaders are there for, right? They're performing at a game. So this was, um, they had drummers from the marching band go with them to competition. They have the mascots. They actually do cheers where they have the signs, you know, L, R, U. Purple, gold. Right. Yeah, those ones will stick <laughs> those, to yeah, yeah, okay. those count too. Um, and it was, just, it was really neat to watch because it had a, they had the majorette with them. Um, and she, she flung swords. Huh? Pardon me? Yeah, the little swords that hook onto each other. And then they, they're they like blades or whatever. I don't know. She's awesome. Sabrina Powell over at LR. Shout out to her. She did a great job. Um, but it was just, it was really cool to watch. You know, it was like you were getting to see what you really think of as cheerleaders, which is performing on the sidelines at a game. So congrats to them by all means. Yes. Um, I think it was, what else a, it was going probably on? a circus down there. <laughs> hey. <laughs> You're trying. You're trying. That was a good one. That was a good one. You want to get on to what we what we no, ate today? I, mean, I, I was just uh, no, just thinking. I like it. You're, yeah, that was it's a good fun. attempt. That's good. Just solid, out there. Solid, solid attempt. Solidish. Right. Um, so yeah. So let's get on with our food review then. One of my favorites. One of the excitement. And we uh, we talked about it last time. Circus Hollow Cream. <laughs> Thank you. Step right up. No problem. Yes. Um, Moose, you had been to a Circus Hall of Cream. Right. I was I, I was able to go to the Circus Hall of Cream when it was on 127. This previous location. Back in the day. Which it was where Cookout is right now. Yes. Correct. Yeah. In, the, in, in that vicinity of the Cookout location. Mm-hmm. Um, McNally, you had never been and to a Circus Hall of Cream. Maiden Voyage. Wow. All right. So we'll let you uh, take it away with your first impression. Okay. Uh, first impression first is... Of all, where are we? Where are we? We are in Longview. Yes. Uh, the thriving metropolis of which Hickory is a suburb. No loitering. You get $250 fine. Oh, I didn't see that sign. Big signs when you walk in. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Longview. Tell me. Uh, so yeah, right in Longview, just about a uh, half mile shy of where we were reviewing our last... Uh, restaurant with uh, Duck and Good. Duck and Good food So place. heading west out on, I guess that's Main Avenue. First. First. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's on the left. It's tucked in just off the road, so you got to kind of watch for the sign and pay attention. But it's very cool with the old school feel of you know dining outside. So they have several uh, tables outside. It's got the yellow and, and gold awning. Uh, looks a little bit like a circus tent. Thus fitting. Nuh-uh. As it should. <laughs> yeah. um, but it is, you, you walk up and order at the window, uh, the menu out there, and you just sit out there and wait for it because they're actually making it. It's not like a typical fast food place that just has 
majority of their stuff sitting under warmers. So you order it, and they'll go back and make it. And um, they'll call you out, and you just enjoy outside. Hopefully on a day it's not quite as windy as it was today, but it was still a a nice treat to go out there and and enjoy it. So I went out, and and I took some recommendations. That's where we talk about our, our dear friend, Hootie Bowman, told me he was very excited about me us visiting the circus and so i went with what i found from mary margaret is kind of there known for the footlong hot dog um came with chili onions slaw and mustard the trifecta the trifecta the carolina that's right um it was very good i'm sure there's a lot of nostalgia there also for people that have been going there for a long time getting a footlong mm-hmm. hot dog um I enjoy hot dogs. I'm not a huge hot dog fan, but I knew I couldn't walk away from this place. I mean, it does kind of ooze. Like, if you go here, you need to get a hot dog. Right. Then I got the Monster Burger, which I think is just a larger patty than their normal cheeseburger. And it had lettuce and tomato. So I had my vegetables. Yes, good. It's a salad. I mean, it's a salad. It really is a salad with (laughs) burger. It's all the food groups. It had mayonnaise. I'm not a huge mayonnaise guy, but it definitely wasn't overpowering. It was a good burger for a quick order from a window place i enjoyed it and then i got a chocolate milkshake so i took it easy i didn't get any fries (laughs) but i got a chocolate milkshake and it was we were even talking about this is how we deep dive on these things for the you the listening public all all for who this is for you this is for you the listener out there (laughs) so the milkshake was great this definitely wouldn't be like a a frosty or a concrete from you know old school like good berries and raleigh where they turn it upside down. It, no, this oh, one runs. Good berries. I love good berries. Yeah. They're blizzards. Yeah, right. Where they turn it upside down to show, look how thick it is. Do not make mistake with that. This do You this. can drink it through a regular straw yeah. right away. And let's be honest, it, you had me at milkshake. I, it's just a food staple. I got chocolate. It did not disappoint. So this is one of those places for a quick... Mary Market disagrees a little bit. For a quick fast food burger, a walk-up place... The nostalgia for it, I, I can only imagine, especially if you would go there as a kid or in high school or college or whatnot. Um, I, I enjoyed my first visit to Circus Hall of Cream. Good. Moose? What would you rate it if, you had, to, if oh. you had to rate it? I'd give it a 7 out of 10. There you go. Nice. Moose, what do you think? First of all, I, I love walk-up establishments. They're, you know, they, it reminds me of summertime. You know, after Little League games, your parents mm-hmm. would take you, you know, uh, after dentist appointments or whatever, you know, I, we heard that that today. Um, I had the the Chick Fil A chicken fillet sandwich and fries, and it was they were they were great. And if y'all can remember back when, at least when I was in high school, they they served the type of fries they serve in the high school cafeterias, the mm. real shoestring type fries that are they're out of, they're out of bounds. They're so good. Uh, the the chicken fillet sandwich, uh, fried chicken with uh, I had lettuce, tomato, onion, and pickle on it, and it was it was good. It was one of the better you know fried chicken sandwiches I've had recently. Um, and as most of my friends know, I am a chicken sandwich connoisseur, if you will. <laughs> um, so I, I give Circus Hollow Cream a solid six out of seven. Uh, I didn't go milkshake today because those things hit me like a brick. I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I'm not much of a podcast host as it is, much less a, a podcast host with a milkshake belly. <laughs> but. Uh, no, I, I, I thought it was great. I forgot how good it was. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know where cookout is now, you know, circus hall of cream is where uh, cookout was, like we said, but so uh, the walk-up establishments that I usually go to is cookout. But if I'm just saying, if circus hall of cream and cookout are across the street from one another, it's going to, I'm going to have to flip a coin. So nice. it, it's, it's a, it's, it's a good spot. Take your folks, take, take your family out there. And, um, they have slushies and all sorts of things in, Believe it or not, like it's it's so affordable. I mean, of course you believe it because we're telling you. But it's um, you know the footlongs under three dollars. Mary Margaret, you said they're on special on Wednesday nights. Wednesday yeah. nights are footlong hot dog nights for a dollar ninety. For a dollar ninety, folks. So if you're into footlong hot dogs and are around there on Wednesday nights, you know where to go. They and also- I think you can. I mean, McNally is the only one that had a hot dog or a footlong today. I mean, would you say that that footlong you received for? If you were to get it on a Wednesday night for a dollar ninety, oh, that's, man, a that's a steal. darn good value, that's a right? Steal. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but yeah, they're it's just not hamburgers and hot dogs. Though. They they've got chicken fingers, they've got the chuck barbecue. wagon barbecue, corn dogs, foot long corn dog, um, 
ice cream sundaes, parfaits, banana splits, hot fudge sundaes, flurries, the whole whole deal. So the whole it, cream. Yeah, they That's do. Where the hall of the hall the hall of cream. They yes. do have all of them. Mary Morgan, tell us about your lunch. Uh, so I went with my good standard. I am, am, I guess, the one around the table here that does still frequent Circus Hall of Cream like more on the regular. I enjoy going there and going through the drive-through, which. Um, you know, this is, as McNally was saying, you know, it's, I guess, fast food because it's got a drive through but I don't consider it fast food. One, because it does take a little bit longer because you're receiving your food fresh. Um, but two, it's just, it's, it's just real classic. Not much has changed. You know, I know I can go there and get that same burger, hot dog, affordable price, get it in my bag. I can take it back to my office, eat in my car, whatever I want to do. Um, so I, I do frequent the drive through more often. And then today I enjoyed sitting outside and, and ordering at the window. Um, there was a good crowd there today. I was shocked. Yeah. It's, and you know, honestly, it's not like I, I never see it bare. Like there's always people going through there. Um, again, I think just cause of the price and the consistency, you want a hamburger or a hot dog? You know, we went to Sonny's early on in the season of this, this show, and same kind of concept, affordable hamburger hot dog. If that's what you want, you know, you're in luck. And but, it's, but Sonny's sit down in a more forgotten area where there's right. a lot of other options. I mean, yeah. they're 1140, 1145. Yeah. I mean, there was a crowd. I Absolutely. Mean, a consistent crowd. Absolutely. Right? Definitely cars full in the parking lot. So um, I had a hamburger. I don't do cheeseburgers. I, I enjoy a hamburger. So I had a hamburger combo, which comes with fries and a drink. I got a um, cherry vanilla lemon drink, not slushy, as part of my combo. And then I ordered a milkshake uh, for them to make on the delay, which is how, you, how, you, how the locals do it. Oh. Right. You get it on the delay so That's that after you... Fi- yeah, pro, <laughs> pro tip. tip. Fruit hack, yeah. You, uh, you get it on delay, they make a note of it, and then they wait a few minutes after you've received your food at the window, and then they make your milkshake, and you can go up there and get it so it's truly dessert so i really i like the classic stuff there my kids like the chicken tenders um my oldest daughter likes the blts and uh, my dad really likes the hot dogs so it's a good old-fashioned family place like moose said my kids get to go there after they have a good dentist report (laughs) which is weird but it's kind of our thing um See, and then that'll be the nostalgia thing for them when they yeah. get older, which you have now from yeah. when you were younger. I mean, so yeah, I used to go there um, and get footlong hot dogs after church on Wednesday nights uh, in Hickory on 127. It was kind of a longer place on the inside. You know, talk about like circused out. I mean, it was crazy circus theme on the inside. And then a lot of people didn't know, but that the Circus Hall of Cream then moved over to Highway 70, where the German restaurant used to be. Mm-hmm. And that's where it was located over there. Wasn't quite the same. A little bit too big then, I felt like. Um, and then from there, unfortunately, Longview's the the Lone Ranger now. Um, but it's definitely staying busy, appears to be. Well, I think so, Longview's embraced it. Yes, yes. But hopefully some others from Hickory will get out there and enjoy it. My burger, um, when you order a burger standard there, and I didn't say anything. I didn't ask to add or remove anything. I just take it as it comes. And it's chili slaw onions on it. So, uh, and it's good. It's real good. And I enjoy the fries as well, as Moose said. Yeah. Honestly, they do taste like the cafeteria fries that were so good back in the day. Yeah. They're, I mean. Almost identical. It was. uh, Yeah, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. But I I just, I don't think you can beat something like that for a a pickup dinner. You want to take it home to your family, pick up a handful of burgers, you know, and take your friends or whatever. And it's. Affordable. My meal plus milkshake was eight dollars total. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's a pretty sweet deal for a full belly, if you will. I definitely give it like a eight and a half out of ten, uh, just because again nostalgia, but also the classic affordability. So, if you folks want to visit the Circus Hall of Cream, the actual physical address is two eleven. 22nd Street Southwest Hickory. So if you put that into your GPS, they will take you right to it. And it is, and like they said, um, it is kind of off the off the road a smidge. So you kind of have to look for the sign. 
Big red and gold signs. Right. If, you're, if you're afraid of clowns, don't go to don't don't. Go to. <laughs> if they would have been playing music outside, I mean, like circus music or something, I think that would just be or, or tigers over the top. or something. It'd be great. Yeah, it'd be great. Really? Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Add anything to it, but you know, own it. I was, yeah. I was looking forward to like the trapeze artist and something. I was so no, let down. None of that. No. Anyway. All right, guys, you guys got anything else to share for the greater good? Hey, I see you got a crawdad schedule in there in front of you. It looks like the crawdads are back in home. A long homestand starting Monday the 23rd. They will be seven straight nights of crawdad baseball. Wow, really? Excellent. Um, In May, fast approaching Craw Moms Day. (gasps) Dun, dun, dun. What's going to happen when the crawdads actually change their name? The hate on the internet, I can feel it already. Oh, uh, no kidding. Um, well, have you guys been out to the crawdads game yet? Not yet. No. Not yet. I but I know on, on Tuesdays they have dollar hot dogs. Speaking of hot dogs. Yes. Dollar hot dogs, couple dollar beers. Oh, yes. Thursday nights, th- Thursday, Thursday. They have a band out there. They sure do. It's sponsored by Trip Cody's. That's uh, right. Well, Blair Cody. We, right. We can say Trip if you want to yeah, sell it. Yeah, but for sure. Blair Cody's Law Offices um, are sponsoring the after show out there. Correct. He's a bear. It's a show, for sure. It is a show. Um, otherwise, yeah, so check out the Crawdads for sure. Lots of spring events getting ready to come up. I'm sure in coming episodes we'll have lots more outdoorsy stuff to talk about that's going to be happening because yep. the weather will be turning our way soon. Can't wait. It's yes. starting to. It's start, it's, it's, it's it'll there. get there. It'll get there. All right, guys. So until next time, hey, Hootie, if you got a couple recommendations, come and join us, please. Um, enjoy lunch with us and then come sit in on the show and let's let everybody know who you are out there. Um, otherwise, until then, I hope everybody tunes into the mesh.tv and checks out all the other podcasts out there. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, the Sock Factory. We encourage you to uh, subscribe. And like any of our posts on Facebook, you can find us on Instagram at themesh.tv. So until next time, say goodbye, boys. Bye, boys. Later, Hickory Nuts. been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.